Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, October 18th. 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 23rd of Tishrei 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. We are all back from the holiday season. Everyone is at their computers firing out messages asking to make new deals. I got blown up on my phone the second I opened my eyes this morning. You can tell that people are back from holiday, back on track, ready to work. Are you? We are here at the Israel Daily News Podcast. Now, let's get to the news. The Australian government has reversed the decision made in 2018 to move its embassy to West Jerusalem, which would show that they recognize it as the capital of Israel. The embassy will remain in Tel Aviv. Australian Foreign Minister Penny Wong is still, however, stressing that Australia is nevertheless a friend of Israel. Israel's Prime Minister Yair Lapid reacted by saying, In light of the way in which this decision was made in Australia as a hasty response to an incorrect report in the media, we can only hope that the Australian government manages other matters more seriously and professionally. We are looking into what incorrect media report exactly that the Prime Minister is speaking to. In the meantime, Australia's Foreign Minister says the original decision to move the embassy back in 2018 after U.S. President at the time, Donald Trump, did it was actually just a political move that the Prime Minister of Australia did at the time in order to gain Jewish votes. That's what Foreign Minister Wong says. She says she is now reaffirming the country's previous and long-standing position that the status of Jerusalem should be resolved as part of peace negotiations between Israel and the Palestinian people. President Isaac Herzog is planning to fly to Washington, D.C. for meetings with U.S. President Joe Biden. This comes after President Biden invited Herzog to Washington, D.C. during his trip through the Middle East in July. We covered the whole thing, especially while he was in Israel and when he touched down on the tarmac. If you recall, we were at the scene. The aim of this meeting is to strengthen ties between the two nations. The Israeli president will also meet with Jewish community leaders in the U.S. The meeting is set to focus on issues relating to security, diplomacy, and economics, but there will also be a discussion on tackling climate change. Keep in mind that this is a first as the Israeli president is going to Washington, D.C. instead of the Israeli prime minister. So this is kind of a big deal as president to be invited to the White House. This morning, Prime Minister Yair Lapid spoke at a meeting for his party, Yesh Atid, right here in Tel Aviv at a place called the Asia House. Lapid's speech first explained the goals of his party, making Israel safer, lowering the cost of living, and maintaining Israel as a liberal democracy. Following this, the prime minister recounted the achievements of his party, speaking on their efforts to control the coronavirus, stop the Iran nuclear deal from moving forward, and the maritime agreement with Lebanon, which is unfolding now. Lapid ended his speech by reminding listeners that the election for Israel's future government is near. It's coming on November 1st, and he is asking Israelis to support Yeshatid with their vote. 
Eight Palestinians have been arrested for what the IDF says was their effort in aiding their relative who killed Sergeant Noah Lazar on October 8th. The young woman was working at a checkpoint near the Shuafat refugee camp in eastern Jerusalem when a man fired at her from point-blank range, killing her with his gun and injuring a Brazilian-Israeli civilian guard who is still recovering. The suspected shooter is named Uday Tamimi. He fled the scene and is thought to be hiding in a refugee camp until today. The young woman was 18 years old. Again, eight Palestinians have been arrested for aiding him in killing her. The IDF is looking for Palestinian men who are believed to have shot a load of bullets at a Jewish settlement in the northern West Bank called Shaked. This happened Tuesday morning, so that's today. The settlement is about 10 kilometers outside of the Palestinian city of Jenin. There are no reports of injuries, but people who live inside the homes that were fired on took photos of the bullets that punctured holes into their walls. This report came apparently after a nearby military post was targeted in a similar way. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. The financial support we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show and helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you to all of my loyal listeners. Thank you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, our world politics. We have one link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that'll take you to the page where you, too, can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check that out at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News, as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. Tatiana Navka, who is the wife of Russia's Kremlin spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, was spotted vacationing in Tel Aviv. Navka is a former ice dancer. She won the 2006 Olympic champions. She's apparently been enjoying the brand new Kempinski Hotel just next to the Tel Aviv shore for around three days now. Navka and other members of the Kremlin are under sanction and are not allowed to enter the U.S., the European Union, Canada, Australia, and Japan. Israel has not, however, kept Russians out, and they don't need a visa to come in. If you're a strong listener of the Israel Daily News podcast, you'd know that Israel is a sanctuary for birds, and because of its positioning in the world, it is a prime location for bird migration as so many pass through to get to Africa to warm up in the winter. Well, a very rare flock of storm petrels were spotted in Elat's most in Elat, which is Israel's most southern city, just recently. The flock had 16 birds in it and were seen flying over the Red Sea by a volunteer who works for the Society for the Protection of Nature down in Elat. This species typically lives in Japan, Korea, and Pacific Islands. Experts suggest that perhaps the birds are here because they are trying to reach the Indian Ocean. The Gulf of Elat is the northern tip of the Indian Ocean, and some birds might be trying to get there by passing over the Mediterranean or even the Black Sea. Other experts say it is important to preserve this area for birds that we don't even know are using this bay. I love bird stories. I hope you enjoyed that bird story.
All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Tuesday, October 18th, 2022. Tel Aviv has a low of 19 degrees Celsius and a high of 27. That's 66 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 81 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News Podcast. You can sign up for that on our website at israeldaily.news. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work on our Instagram. Instagram page israeldaily.news and Dan Matheson our Israel Daily News podcast intern now for a song called Daleko by Asher Suisa and Erica Kroll she's DJing a set tonight in Tel Aviv details on her Instagram page have a great and productive day